We are recording, Nick. This is the podcast. Welcome to the Danko official Danko Jones podcast. That's right, and um, this is uh, sponsored by. Well, supported by supported by Skull Candy headphones and Blue Mic microphones and um, Chino other? Locos. Chino Locos. Uh, Maybe I'll eat there one day. You haven't eaten there? No. You just told me it was sponsored by it and. I haven't heard hide nor hair since. It's my one of my favorite places in Toronto, and it's basically taking Mexican food and Chinese food and meshing it all together in burritos. Oh, that's the one at Broadview and and yeah. uh, Ger- Ger- Gerard is oh, it? Oh God, Dundas, I, Broadview and Dundas. I know exactly where it is. It's right across from the Don Jail. <laughs> it's across from a jail. There's a couple of there's a couple of. Um, uh, Places. Well, I'll be going then if it's a wonderful combo of these two. Chino Locos rules. Anyways, um, so here we are. It's the Damien Abraham episode, but this is the seventh Damien Abraham episode. I can't believe it's his seventh appearance. Yeah, this is... he's crazy. He is in the theme song of this podcast. Is he the most guested guest? Mm Mm-hmm. Especially yeah, when you throw in... Is, is by a long shot. Seven, that's including like all of the times I wasn't there when you interviewed people, right? That is including yeah. Chris Jericho, Duff McKagan. Those are the two that he kind of kind of co-partnered. He partnered up with me on those episodes, and uh, he was the you yeah. of those episodes. Making little jokes and asides. And he was... Uh, Probably being nicer than me. One of our first guests, our first guest was Brendan Canning, yes. who was also up there in appearances. But uh, since since this uh, uh, these appearances on our podcast, he has since started his own podcast called Turned Out a Punk. Mm-hmm. It is a fantastic podcast. And we all knew that if Damien had a podcast, he'd pretty much hit it out of the park. Yeah. He's uh, got a lot of experience talking at this point, being a media figure, being on Q in Toronto. He is now on Q. He's on staff, yeah, on the CBC. So, you know, he knows his deal. And he also picked, he did the thing you got to do with the podcast, which is he picked a theme, and then he picked a theme that was close to his heart. Which is punk rock, and he interviews people who are either in punk rock, which is an obvious thing, or which I find more interesting is people who have a history with punk who are not necessarily, you know, identifying with punk or are identified with punk easily nowadays. Mm-hmm. For example, I was on it. Mm-hmm. I was the third episode. That's an early one. Yeah. Yeah. Outlier. Outlier. We talked people um, before he had uploaded it. So he was telling me about this and preparing for it. Dude, I'm so stoked on the podcast. <laughs> That's my Damien impression. Hello, Danko. That's pretty bang on. Yes. I'll be touring soon. <laughs> and then uh, you were recently a guest on He doesn't on talk it. like that. And uh, I yeah, thought your I episode with Damien, which was what, number 29, 28? Yeah, I do not know the number. He uploads these every week. So this is probably the, t- the 29th week this yeah. podcast has been up. Uh, I listened to it, mm. and I texted both of you yeah. separately saying that I, I enjoyed it a that lot. That was nice. To, to get that text made me feel really good. I um, liked your candle box. I, I texted <laughs> Damien at, at just the quote, your quote from the episode <laughs> where you described noise rock as candle box taking a hit of acid or something. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what that means. And, and I think you got all your scene talk out of your system on Damien's podcast because you really, I really kind of corral this podcast yeah. away from the minutia and the, the, well, the what's scene crazy about talk. Damien's podcast and I don't know uh, I can't I, for some reason I don't actually know if I've heard yours I've actually I've made the intent no I, I to, to never thought it. you would have taken the time to listen <laughs> no to the it. plan is always to take my the time. episode I've, I've wanted to hear it for a while it's just that I didn't yet because my no. life is empty and that's actually a harder I see what you're going for it's so you know like I've, you're I've trying to clear you know, prey on my sympathy now since you, you, you haven't bothered <laughs> I to... I was so late today yeah. to meet you. Um, so <laughs> how is that a new... I feel I feel like this was a exemplary one, although there was more of an excuse today. And uh, anyways... We shouldn't talk about this. Beyond, this not... beyond Damien's podcast, which is um, 
a good starting turned point. Turned out a punk. Turned out a punk. Good starting point for, for, for this introduction. He's done, like we mentioned before, Q. He was a VJ on Much Music when it was still around. Uh, some Food Network stuff. Food Network stuff. Some Vice Definitely. TV stuff. Most recently, he's been yep. doing this like... Uh, Documentaries on, on... Yeah, marijuana. Pot. And we talk about that in mm. the podcast. Definitely. And, and um, you know, Damien's someone who, who we share a lot about, like a mm. lot of history with and a lot of interests with between the three of us. It's mm. an, he's an easy guest. Let's and we're all also three Toronto front people. That's true. Of so a we certain point in time, you know. And we all like Dungeons and Dragons and wrestling <laughs> and punk rock. So you're basically listening to three of the same people with varying degrees of organizational skills having a conversation. <laughs> Get ready. It's going to be nuts. The Tango Joe's podcast is the best around. It's better get his Tango Joe's go out to love for free. I'm so glad I like to sometimes. Jimmy in from fucked up. Stop playing Hang Joe. I got to know Danko a few years ago when I used my vacation time to follow the band on the road. And I even spent a day with Danko in some... European town that escapes me, but we ended up talking about 17th century art, his pet rock collection, <laughs> the summers he spent as a teenage air traffic controller, his venomous snake collection, his passion for planking, and the night he spent with Ringo Starr's housekeeper. He's a fascinating character with a wealth of stories to share, and I'm a huge fan of Danko, but a bigger fan of his stories. Danko Jones has a podcast. It's called the Danko Jones Podcast. La da 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 Well, Damien is here. Yes. Damien. Sometimes Damien from Fucked Up drops by and hangs out. Too. I drop by to get my Danko Jones Garage Rock, a collection of lost songs from 1996 to 1998. This is probably like my favorite record of last year that I didn't have till right now. Oh, yeah, wow. these are well, the... cuz like I've got some of these songs of just from like bootleg tape trading things right. and yeah. like oh, wow. and I have like the Do 7 you have inch the Violence Brothers songs on this. The Violent Brothers? Violent Brothers? <laughs> no, that is pre-Danko Jones. That's going to be on a I have to get in touch with edition. Paul, yeah, to put that out. We do have we do have some songs enough for a seven inch at least. Yeah, so I've been really wanting this, and so now I'm finally have it. Jerry Teal from the Chrome Cranks. Yeah, Honeymoon Killers. Mm-hmm. Such lineage. Nineties. lineage. You've had so many lives in this music. <laughs> Wouldn't it be crazy if just like nineties culture like just reigns supreme, reigns supreme for like a thousand years? <laughs> just like, <laughs> like no one moves on. This millennium. Well, it was kind of the last moment of like quote unquote original culture. So yeah. it when probably it was cool will. to smoke. Well, it was like really like, the last time it was cool to smoke. <laughs> Not those smoke weeds. That's just becoming cooler and cooler. No, weed was just the beginning of people being like they were like. Yeah, no, they were just learning about it. Yeah, like Cypress Hill had to make. I feel it. that too, right? Because NWA, Dr. Dre, they had that express yourself song. And don't smoke weed or cess. But yeah. that's like not even barely ninety. And then that's he like put, 89. And then he put like, a, the chronic, the chronic. Yeah. two years later, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly. Easy. I don't he called them on weed that. Or stress until oh, I get. No, I don't smoke weed or cess because it's known to give a brother brain damage. Brain mm. damage on a mic won't manage nothing, but making a sucker new equal. Don't be another sequel. Express yourself. It's a clean song. It's the, the cleanest so what, NWA song. So what was he fronting in that song, or full, did he, was, was he there a full transition? Dr. Dre. Didn't he not Why write his lyrics? Is, no, wasn't it Ice Cube that wrote all his lyrics? I thought that was the thing. Yeah, I think I think Ren wrote a lot of the lyrics. Or Ren too. too. Yeah, but um, Ice Cube did too. Yeah, yeah, they both. But did. he wrote, Ice Cube wrote a lot of Easy E. Yeah, as well. and you can yeah. kind of hear it. Like I feel like you like Dre sounds more like Ren on that album you know when he raps whereas Easy e like really sounds like Ice well, Cube wait a minute Ice Cube was out of the band when Express Yourself was released no that's not true that, that was on Straight Outta Compton was it? Express Yourself yeah, yeah. yeah. oh okay yeah, okay. yeah. so but, and then it was really NWA's oh my god let's just talk about NWA for a second guys because I just that that, that, uh, <laughs> that movie oh yeah that I don't know what yeah. movie there's, there's a movie in NWA's Ice Cube's son as Ice Cube yeah, yeah, it's coming yeah. out. Or did it come out? Was no, it like a TV it's not out yet. Whoa! Like culture awesome. sneaks up on you now. Quiet on the set. I think that song came on my iPod when I was coming here, and I was like, I, you know, and, and there's this world of you know hip hop fandom that's kind of similar to maybe I don't know what sub like subculture you'd think of it. You know, the people, the kind of people who are like, man, 
Ren is the best member of NWA. It's like the George Harrison culture around the Beatles. Yeah, they, they you know, basically like, up. They they try to move because it's so hard to culturally make these parallels. Yeah. you know, but you want to, so yeah. it's like that. That's like the instinct. So you go, oh well, NWA. Is well, it's like the taking the, but it's like it's like the idea of taking like the the weirder, the more obscure member and saying and trying to argue. Yeah. That they're oh, the, best the underdog. Member. But yeah, I would say the underdog. Ghetto yeah. Boys. Are, for me, Ghetto Boys has like more uh, of an argument for that because. Because at least the other two members are so eccentric. They basically got these incredibly eccentric other two dudes. Yeah. And then the, the other guy who replaced Scarface is actually really talented. Big Big Mike or whatever his name was. Kill, Big Mike, I think. Not Killer Mike. No, his name was Big Mike. And, um, and then Scarface, who's obviously one of the best of all time. So you kind of have to give him the top dog thing. But so is Ice Cube. Ice Cube is head and shoulders above... Easy e and... As a rapper, MC Ren. Maybe it's not like not. those easy solo records. Who wrote those ones? Oh, I bet you it was. Um, that's a really good question. I want to say it was somebody DJ involved. DJ Quick. No, DJ no. Quick was never on. Was he on Ruthless? Too short. DJ Quick is great. DJ Quick is one of the best rappers who on the mic. Who was on Ruthless? Uh, Bone cannot. Thugs were signed really early on, and I keep wanting to say it was someone from Bone, Bone Thugs, Thugs, but maybe. that wouldn't really make sense because they you were know. young. <laughs> well, I mean, I yeah, we could talk about this for the whole podcast. I know that's the thing about that's the thing is like yeah. there are so many ways when the three of us get together, we can go. We always seem to go to inside jokes about local people. Yeah, but we could easily go to like wrestling. Absolutely. We could go to hip hop. You know we it go is, to actually, rock, it's the atmosphere punk. of going to like. A store like Suspect Video, or when you were working there, or well, Sunrise. You worked. Can I say you worked at Sunrise? Is that okay? Briefly. Yeah, but but more Music World. Yeah, but that's a bit too like austere of an environment. But when you show up at like a cool sort of shop, and like just when he worked at the around. adult store, and you amused me going to the booths. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, Damon and I would come over and we'd say like, hey, what's the new split, pornos this split week? Split a roll of coins, <laughs> go in. Ron that's Jeremy's not. starting to lose his uh, magic these days. Is that what they're saying? That's what, well, no, I mean, oh, that's Ron, what we were saying. Say in 1994. <laughs> oh, is that what they're saying? I met him. That's why I'm so concerned. Oh, my Did God. Did I ever tell you where I met that dude? Ron Jeremy? Yeah. Because I'm sure you've run into him at no. festivals or anything. No. I saw him in L.A. once. I think you can't go to L.A. and like not at least have a slight Ron Jeremy. Not where I ran into him. Oh, yeah. I ran into him at All Tomorrow's Parties, <laughs> a festival the year is curated by that Jim Charmouche. That makes what, sense where to me. Where was I that? Mean, in, in like upstate New York or the Catskills? I think my friend went to that and he signed her, like her friend was like hey it's Ron Jeremy and they're like can we do like a picture with you and then like they post for a picture but he like pinched her nipple or something in Whoa. the photo yeah that's like a really weird gray area right if you like yeah. pose for a photo with like a known perv are you basically who's like a celebrity I feel, I feel kind you, of posing you're asking him because it's like you, if you, you meet think Jeffrey a Dahmer and you're like, let's take a picture together, and then he like kills you in the picture. Yeah, kind of like, uh, well, I don't know where you all fall on the way the jury right. went on this one. The jinx. My wife got a photo one time at the Louvre in Paris with O.J. Simpson after everything. No way. Yeah, when she was like graduating, she went on a school trip. And there now, was a how did that? So if he had stolen her memorabilia, she like she now regrets it. <laughs> I was gonna say like that must have been just like celebrity impulse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I don't think like you know you don't put two. Well, not together, to go back so. to the nineties, but let's face it, a lot of the nineties. Unless she's a football fan, and you were talking or a naked about, gun fan. Yeah, you naked were talking gun. About New York hardcore and people, uh, you know, flirting with uh, Nazism at times, you know, and far right stuff. It's like there's such an urge in that, especially in that era. Be, to fucking be like bad and okay, there's something hot. to be like, be like bad and to like buy a copy of Answer Me and be like, oh be like, God, look yeah. at this great article about how awesome white people are compared to every other race. You know, like that's no, so edgy. I have like, I have like a box of records and a box of fanzines that I'm like, well, this is stuff that will never really be listened to, read. Yeah. Or discussed again, because it's just, like, stuff that was, like, so hateful. I have so many books about serial killers. Yeah. Like, when am I ever going to be like, ah, oh, fuck, I need to go back and read about Dahmer. I need well, to, like, I need that to... one's pretty interesting. He was 
chasing people. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> How deep do you want to go where you own the book or horror movies? Like I like. Let's talk for a second about the, let's who what are the the fascinating serial killers? So you got Zodiac's probably the most fascinating, right? Yeah, Zodiac, I guess, because they haven't been caught. Mystery. Is Henry Lee Lucas interesting? I think they're all really just horrible. They're all like the same. Yeah, yeah, like, and you really get down to it. Like, it's it's fine until you start thinking about the the chain of events and the victims involved, and then it's like, oh, why did but I ever? I was talking take this about cereal. I was talking I about would. cereal. My friend, you, oh yeah, you know, I'm on, I can't even listen to that. Well, Nick did this theme for cereal, and I like listened to it. And Nick um, who? Nick, Nick Thorburn, my friend. Yeah, yeah, and and um, I met Nick at the Vice Twenty party. Yeah, you guys were both at that weird Vice Twenty thing, like yeah. what, like five, six months ago. Or yeah, something? I got Eight into uh, a, a, like some sort of Escalade limo thing, and there's Steve McDonald, right, and yeah. from Island. That's, oh, and then you did the podcast. That's like yeah, a we really just... funny. That's like you're either in an Escalade or like like where else would you guys be? Like some like the satellite at the Neil Hammer show <laughs> on a Sunday, like in L.A. Like that would be the only other. Well, that that brings me to uh, so many things have happened since you've last been on the podcast. It's been a year and a half. It's been a year and a half, I yeah. guess. Wow. But have you co-hosted any stuff together? No, like, no, because we were because yeah. that was like together. I guess I was in Australia. Mm-hmm. We haven't really ran into each other on. Well, you got you guys supplanting my cycle. my space. Because Whoa, there's that's not it. budget in the Boy, Danko were you Jones. sensitive about in it? In the Danko, there's no budget in the Danko Jones tour budget to like bring me as a, the co-host <laughs> of the podcast. It, it was kind of Duff and Jericho's call. Like they were just like, <laughs> we don't want to do it with Nick. Is there any way we can not do it with Nick? <laughs> yeah, and, I was, and he's like, uh, who do I ask? That's true. You do. Danko always gives the option to every uh, person on the road to include to fly me in immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, I don't think I want to do that. No. <laughs> I'd rather just uh, stand here and look Thanks at for you. All he wrote, he wrote Suck It too, right? No I want to tell you about my food blog for a second. <laughs> Can I tell you about my adventures meeting different chefs all across the world? <laughs> so, so you, so since then, uh, Damien There's has a really podcast. There's some intense chefs out there, guys. Damien's got a podcast now. It's called Turned Out a Punk. I've had someone on it. I've been on it. I'm having um, someone else on it. Hey, I've got the... This is crazy. You're actually it's like, on record. I think, yeah, well, well, I guess now that you're back in the saddle again, but some people that are newer to the podcast might not know that you're one of the greatest Toronto <laughs> front people of all time. I'm like, my saddle is... Very and, and, and I'm not just saying that for Thank this podcast. That's really nice. I've put that in print before in various publications. It's really so nice. I, but it's it's like, I'm trying to think of where, where I'm at right now in terms of being able to like functionally do that. And it's like, it's so... It's so you just impossible. played a show. We just opened for Denko Jones. We're yep. opening for Agent Orange and the Meat Man on Saturday. We're playing the Panache Showcase at North by Northeast. So you're doing all right. Our keyboardist is leaving the band. <laughs> <laughs> he is the only motivating factor in the entire group. Otherwise, it's just me and Andrew. Are the, you know these two guys who've known each other for like 22 years, just honestly staring at each other and being like, "Do we order pizza now?" <laughs> so Damien's got a podcast now. Oh yeah, <laughs> turned out a punk. Um, it's great. Yeah. Thank you. I listen to it while I'm on the road. Oh, I've also listened to it. You. I also think it's great. Thank and, you. Yeah, it's um, interesting. That's all you need. Sometimes I text them my uh, my reviews. Yeah, <laughs> there's like it's 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 been funny because like you get you do the you do a podcast and well, you know what it's like you do the podcast and. It's it's like you forget the microphones on, and then next thing you know, someone's hitting you up like, "Hey, can you take out this one thing that I said?" Uh-huh. Yeah, and, right. and then so I've now learned how to edit. Yeah. I've like had to learn how to edit, which is great. So I'm well, getting so to all so these you're episodes. Doing it yourself. You're editing. Oh, everything. Yeah, it's oh, like GarageBand. Yeah, I should do. I should do. That's a one that's free with the. Yeah, that's a free Mac one. Yeah, yeah, that's what I use. Shout out to my friends at Mac. Mac. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the fact they package GarageBand yeah. with their. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, that was, it was that, and then uh, Rode microphones. Uh, no disrespect to the microphone sponsors on this podcast. Blue uh, mics. Yeah, sent sent me to us. Sent me. Well, Rode was amazing to me. Uh, sent me <laughs> two microphones. Yeah, Rode's amazing. Uh, those guys are great. All all microphone brands are awesome. Now you you turn it out every seven days. I've noticed. Yeah, Blue and mics are great. We had a we had a talk about this. Uh, while back in Australia where you you were kind of insisting that a podcast should be every should have a set date yeah. I kind of think so I think I mean he's, and I at the time yeah. I was like I don't know I'll put it out every whenever yeah. I can 
Now I do it every two weeks. I know. But, I mean, WTF. I kind of think your way of doing it, though, every two weeks. Buy yourself time. It's what I'm thinking of maybe switching to at some I was point. Gonna, like, is, it, is it getting at Is it nipping at your, it's, your heels a It's bit? nipping at my heels, definitely, because I had like three cancellations this week. Like yeah. three people just be like, hey, something came up. I can't do it. And it's like. Are you going to have any of the traveling punks coming in? Uh, like Here's like some- train people? Like, like some oogles on the show. I hear that's a really derogatory term, Nick. So is it a derogatory term? Yeah. Like, where does it? Is it in English people? I don't know. Like, <laughs> apparently, someone. I, I like. I, I used it in, in common conversation. And someone's like, "That's like a really derogatory term for those, for those types of people." Yeah, I guess what, train what, hoppers. What, what are you guys mm-hmm. Train about? punks. Like, you just like, train like it's punks. like a, it's like the it's like the the lowest. It's just the lowest form of being a punk. But I mean, like it's like it's like it's like a it's like a like because crust crust. This is an, this brings oh, up an I amazing okay. tangent. This is that we should definitely talk about crust this. punk. In the early two thousands, there was something that was uh, identified not by myself but by another group of uh, hardcore researchers as stadium <laughs> crust, quote unquote, which also became my base crust, and, and that, that was clean was, crust. Are we talking about? Bands like are we talking yeah. about bands like and this is gonna get me in trouble just even trying to <laughs> offer beep. bands as an example so you might have to beat these up but like you're on your own it wouldn't be so much the bands okay so but fans of these yeah of like bands. it would be like like casualties fans no I would, I'm sure Maybe like they little, would there be but not definitely not what the, was the band tragedy leftover crack Tra- no I would say more like it would be oh, like like stadium stuff. crust was was oh, you tragedy mean epic crust. I see what you yeah epic, epic crust like from ashes rise and like obviously. Yo, I know the dudes in tragedy. Those dudes live it, <laughs> sure, yeah. all the time, like all the time. But and and also like not all their fans were like this. But there was a certain type of fan that was identified as being like sort of a clean crust kid. You had sort of the advent of like the cleaner crust kid. Like they smell, but you only know when you go right up to well, them. Well, Nick, I'm not you going know? down that oh, road, Nick. Well, <laughs> You're crust throwing is, that out there. But the word crust would indicate they smell. <laughs> no, crust is a type of music. No, but the phrase crusty crusty is like a crusty from. punk. Yeah, but like and that has more to do. Like the music never sounded crusty. It does. It sounds crusty. No, the music sounds like it's in a cave in a fucking bunch of. <laughs> but that's yeah, like kind of crusty. Yeah, it's kind of crusty. But I feel like it is related to the fact that it's like there is a look. It involves shorts, uh, sleeveless, you know, tanks, a, a farmer's tan. <laughs> well, that's yeah. That's like tattoos, you that's know, different than things. stadium crust. So like I think okay. like so you have all these like different weird things that are kind of offshoots of like sort of like what was one time in the <laughs> in the early nineties broadly termed crusty, right. right? Like so you but then so then there became this thing that people would be identifying like traveler punks as oogles, mm-hmm. and it was like they're like a homeless punk, uh, generally okay. considered like lower. Tier, like you know, like the, the, when everyone's saying, like, this is what, what someone would say to describe mm-hmm. an oogle in a negative way, and so there's I like, I can see how someone then, can interpret that as offensive, yeah, absolutely, I absolutely. Mean, and, and the sort of like stereotypes, which I now I'm going to uh, describe, would be like, <laughs> you militarize your dog, <laughs> you know, like you, can, you sort of turn into this, it's like a hybrid mule kind of like uh, timer oh kind of combo, <laughs> you know, with like a laser on its head. <laughs> Pointer on your dog's head. It's like you know, like I, I mean, the, the to me, it, it has like a Mad Max. It's people who are kind of like, "Fuck it, we're just gonna like roam and get our shit." Yeah, and and you know, yeah, like it, it, and it's like it combines a lot of different philosophies. Well, and then also like this the, and, and and the idea <laughs> of being like a nomadic, yeah. hermetic okay. type and person also the that, that exists idea, throughout you know? cultures and civilizations sure, 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 forever. Yeah. You but know, now, so. as, a, as kind so of a lay person, what's happening is people are having sometimes coming from like affluent situations and saying like, yes. making that, making that choice. Well, and, 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 uh, yeah, and that's another. Culture. And yeah, then there's right also now. like, you know, obviously a certain percent of the popul of this population has fallen victim to drug abuse, or there's certain aspects of the population that is mental alcohol abuse, mental health issues. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, there's so many things, and even like a situation like that, it it really uh, lends itself to like a, a cult type of thing. Sometimes where one person becomes kind of like the alpha of yeah. a group, and then you're just sort of like hanging out with them, but and that happens in any scene. Yeah, it's true. But now, when it's, as a lay person, 
now I'm being introduced to this, the minutia of this whole crust movement. <laughs> yeah, I mean, by t- um, two people who are, who are not really involved. <laughs> right. This but, is like the equivalent of listening to like <laughs> Fox <laughs> News describe I mean, like police brutality I, in America. But, but we could be talking I'm, about just, like the Chicago White Sox. The, right, right. right. Yeah. But, 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 no, but you know more than I do. I didn't know it went as deep as this. But mm. I'm asking from a practical standpoint. Uh, obviously, these people want to show everybody you know where they stand in the scene they have certain <laughs> patches they listen to certain bands if where do they listen to these bands well, that's, where, well, where, where, actually that, that was what, what i was going to say it's a very practical question these are the kind uh, uh, this the most visible uh, uh like that you would see people like that especially in groups would be at like a, a punk festival i would say fest like yeah. chaos and tejas or even at not dead yet or something here in toronto yeah. like they don't they, have a home stereo. They'd be like outside of a they show. They don't have a home well, library. No, but they, but there's people that will like accept travelers to come over and listen to music. And, you, you know, you and know, like people now have iPods and phones. And there's you know? a culture. Like, no, you know, a lot of going on before iPods. No, no, but no, but this this new development yeah. is now like 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 my my wife works with a lot of the homeless population in or not homeless, formerly homeless population, I should say. Sorry, and uh, a lot of people have phones. You know, like it's like you find somewhere to phone. You know, like and. and some of these people couch surf, you know, there's a lot of different ways. Well, it's funny, you know, it's I not... think before when you're talking about crusties, like, you know, people would crash at crash pads and hear but records. But they would still have the patches. But and you I would, would also have Where do you hear like the music? In, um, do you even know this or is it just part of the uniform? There were definitely but, crusty punks that would go to full blast. Yeah, and buy records like coming with money to buy records and like go to. And then that goes back to what Nick was saying. No, these were like 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 communal stereos. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's a it's not even that simple. It's like you meet Montreal as a place and and Europe. You know, this is where that sort of thinking becomes um, made practical. I feel you know like so people would have some place like the Loud House, for instance, in in Montreal, which is uh, housing. Like it's not. It's it's not like an, a squad or anything. It's like housing, yeah. and that's just where there were French and English crusties, you know. Living. And most of those people, like this guy Steve Bennett, who's almost like the most famous crusty possibly in the world, and uh, is this dude who was in an FC for a bit. Does he, he, had, have bum, uh, he has bum life tattooed on his fingers. Too. He has bum life. He has fuck work tattooed on his knuckles. And um, and this is not to be derogatory, this dude, because he like you you played the Loud House. It was the most organized venue that's, that's you would it. ever and, play. And Steve, they would pay you. Steve has this like you. school bus, mini school bus that he would tour with his bands in. You basically go, I want to do what I want, and I'm also gonna kind of like gain some survival skills and and build building skills, you know, like on the way. And you kind of just like try to do this other thing. It gets tricky. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, then you're on welfare the whole time. Well, then also. there's also, like, you read that New York yeah. Harcourt book, right? Like, all those kids, like, in the Lower East Side, like, they would live in, like, <laughs> 20 people to our house. You know, people would be crashing and stuff like that on the flop house type yeah. thing and, like, crash house and, like... And it, that's where it has that weird kind of dovetailing with, like, you know, low income, like, like in hip hop, when like 10 or like all of Wu Tang is like sleeping in like a mansion or like that, you know, it's like, or like a, not a mansion, but like, like a place. Or when I went to interview some Canadian rap group at, in Regent Park, uh, I remember I went into like, which is low income housing in Toronto. It's like, it was, gnarly it was like a, it was like a, a safe house like there's a guy sleeping on the couch or baby toys on the floor you know like it was like did you do this for playboy tv no that was most recently i did, did a straighter on paul spence hooked me up with that strangely um yeah like the in that vice atlanta or the noisy atlanta dock there's like all amigos live in this one suburban house me amigos yeah i, yeah. Saw that. I can't remember have you seen that dock yeah, I, I can't remember i'm getting my docs there's the, the Chicago one called uh, Chirac, and then they did the Atlanta one, and they're by both by Andy Capper. Like, oh, uh, crazy! Yeah, like old school, old school hardcore dude from uh, England played in uh, Dead Wrong and Handsome Devils, which oh. was like a rough trade band. Oh. Uh, but like you know, it's so funny because he also you know is, is works there and, and does all these weird things and gets all these weird things on there. Like when you see a Judge documentary on Vice, it's like. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, so that's so right. getting this is a very good segue. You're doing the Vice thing right now. Well, I'm I'm just going What's, in. When I they haven't call, watched call me in. any. Is it a show or is it a the, the is it a documentary? Because I saw one piece. It was like 20 minutes. Yeah, it's 22 minutes they're making them. 
20 minutes. They're episodes. They're episodes, basically. But I've only made two. I made one last year. one on uh, Denver. Yeah, well, this one's on Denver and, and Vancouver. That's what I did most recently. So did you go? You went to Denver. I went to Denver That's and Vancouver. Great. Denver's cool. I've heard Vancouver's cool. crazier. For weed? Yeah, it's like Vancouver's the craziest yeah, place in the world. Yeah, because it was saying that there was like a, more Tim Horton, uh, more smoke shops than like Dispensers. Tim Hortons yeah. or Starbucks or something. Than Tim Hortons at this point in the city. It's crazy. That There's like 90 crazy. of them. crazy. They're all, you know, in, operating in a gray market. They all, most of them, well, at least all the ones we went to worked with doctors. You know, like you have to have a doctor's certificate. Like they're not just handing you weed off the street type thing. But, right. But, you know, they work with doctors that are definitely sympathetic and naturopaths that are sympathetic and... and they're trying to regulate them now in the city. The city's trying to put in a business license. The federal government's been like, no way. <laughs> and you, like, you're isn't using Denver as, as the... Well, just to be like... As the, the model. 10,000 direct new jobs. Like, new, new jobs that didn't exist. And then there's also like, how much work has it been for electricians, plumbers, general contractors? Oh, going like, that deep. Yeah. Rowing stores. Like, how many hydroponic stores do you see? And they're all, like, Throat. psychedelic and green. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's well, that's what they say about in L.A. Everybody, all the jokes about the California weed thing. It's like, you know, you go to this place that's got, like, this medical sign. It's like a doctor's, like, a babe in a bikini with a lab yeah, coat. it's coming. It's yeah. coming. Like, it's, it's just like, like, it's just, yeah, I know, it was you stupid. You got the shakes? Yeah. It's, I think prohibition of anything is stupid because people still want it, and it could well, be sex work, and it could be yeah. I mean, that's that's what I was drugs, just saying, yeah. like before when we were talking about this before you got here. It's like, it's it's like this whole thing to me. Ever the whole problem with everything is the shame that we feel. Yeah, you know, and it's like obviously you feel it the most for the stuff that's, and we feel it for shit that's not even that big of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like sometimes or I do, but it's like. Things like hard drugs and, and sex work and all that stuff. And it's like, it's just like a reality. So like face that this is something people are doing to cope and, or, or, you know, on both ends, like whether it's selling it to make money or, you know, or doing it because they just want to feel anxious for a second or yeah, whatever like, the reason is everyone does this shit. At some point in history, like people have been doing this for like as long as we've existed, like getting fucked up, you yeah, know, man. and, 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 and trying to have sex. Cavemen used to eat like, um, each other's <laughs> bodies. Well, yeah, they're eating, like, well, they're like no, at one crazy. point there was a, a cave person who walked by a pile of shit, saw a mushroom growing out and was yeah. like, you know what? Fuck it. And tried it. Yeah. And that's how they found out about psychedelic mushrooms. Like, this is all this stuff that has had to have happened at some point yeah. in, in history. And, like, you read all this stuff in, in history, and it, it dates back, like, you know, in, in mm -hmm. India and Persia. Like, what was now India and Persia? There's been people, like, using cannabis and, and using, you know, in Syria. Syrian ruse has been used for centuries. And, like, it, it just doesn't make sense. You know, we're just hurting people and ruining lives. There's people still in America on in life jail for weed. For just simply carrying, there's a there's there's five people with life sentences for marijuana in America. Wow, and it's like this is also at the same time that there's people becoming like legitimate millionaires for it too. Like sure, that's the thing in Colorado. That was like the terrifying thing is like, well now it's like another free Canadian, market. Well another Canadian industry that's going to be we're going to have to be buying from America because by the time we have our shit set up, it's going to be all right. their businesses are all going to be yeah. really established. Well, there's no I mean, it's just the classic thing. It's like. We just move like a a a, a lumbering a giant that yeah. is filled with nothing. But in two thousand, if we had <laughs> yeah. if we had legalized in two thousand and six or eight, was Critchan talking about it? Mm -hmm. We would have had a chance to build up an industry, and America would have legalized by now because yeah. that was coming. Um, but America threatened a trade war. So I that's mean, why in two thousand six, when when Bush is still in office, you know, I know, it's like but you're like, not you're not thinking like that. And also yeah. on top of that. We're just such a pragmatic nation, you know, and then we're, we're, we're I, I, it, it drives me crazy. Like, and, and now, yeah. we're, now we're a bit fucked for it. And it's like, uh, and it's such a gray area. That's the worst part of it yeah. is that we all exist. Like in Toronto, there's so many places where it's, there's, you know, people who are doing this as their livelihood, basically, like, and letting people smoke pot at these places. Like, I can talk about Yeah, that, the vaporizer right? bars are definitely very well promoted. At this yeah. The first time Team Card Combo played 
in Montreal was this place, Jailhouse, and I think it was called Jailhouse, and, and yeah. yeah, I remember that place, and all of our friends were like, and it was like spaceships, all sex arenas, people, and like, they all came to hang out with us outside, and we're like, we're not going in, man, we're not, we can't come to the show, we fucking hate the guy putting on the show, Yeah, we hate that guy, we love you guys, but well, we I, lo- <laughs> I love the guy who put on those shows, The guy, and he really- just put on our last show last week, Dom. Yeah. At, well, but uh, who knows why Yeah, like it was just like you know, yeah, it's all, and like it's yeah. funny you say that like about Montreal. This is the guy who had beef with the Deadly Snakes, <laughs> with uh, Robin Black and the Intergalactic Rock Stars. What are some of the other bands <laughs> you had beef with? You, uh, us for a while. Danko Jones probably. I was in a band Not that you was directly, involved with, but with Danko Jones beef. In your band. Um, <laughs> Brutal Nights didn't really have that much beef, but I feel like we. I mean, I guess, like, I just think it's funny to say, like, I hate you. Like, no, but I think like, it was just more the era. Yeah. Well, I think the it was era. the era, like, of the late 90s, like, like hate zines. Like, Vice, yeah. they, they say in that book, like, they were inspired by, like, Answer Me and, sure. and Fuck. And, and they all those hated, zines, they like would that. talk shit about everything, you know? And, like, it just is insane. Well, now, just, now it seems insane to be that dismissive of everybody. Yeah, but that like, was the time, right? Like, you were, like... It's us versus even, defining yourself as what you don't like. Well, even, like, you, you look know? at, like, the... You look at, like, <laughs> what you don't like. The misanthropic hardcore stuff. Oh, right? sure. Like, 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 all <laughs> my lyrics, like, you know, are so... Like, especially the teen card combo ones, you know? And, like, it was, like, so, like... It, it's like a teenager. That's all it yeah. is. And then it's so you're just a teenage boy, like, expressing... Anything like I'm mean, barely able to express anything. Yeah, so yeah. if you can, you write for, you wrote for Vice. Uh, I wrote for the comedy issue. I just wrote I thought for, you wrote. I thought you wrote reviews for a second. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Team Crud was going to have it. It was interviewed too, right? They reviewed Brutal Nights. Like Artie from no, the they, Shamps reviewed Brutal Nights, and then I we did a Vice interview for in England, and we did a Noisy. No, the Team Crud one never came out, but it was supposed to. But you guys broke up, I think, just before. And did I write an article about ourselves? Yeah, I think that was the story. <laughs> I think that was the story. <laughs> this but is like my entire here's problem, my, by here's the way. Here's my thing. I'm reading. Trying to get I'm on Pitchfork like I, and I'm reading <laughs> this Pitchfork review of the Sharpling and Worcester box set. Mm-hmm. And then it starts talking about all the people that wrote essays. And they're all hyperlinked to like like shit about them like reviews are and stuff mine isn't <laughs> just like yeah. and, and, and a that great essay like, about Damien by Damien Abraham right As <laughs> like, and, and that's it because oh your, name, your name isn't hyperlinked it's almost like this man does not exist I'm like and I like google I'm like, I'm like I gotta search it on the pitch like, and it's just like something really minor and I'm like I'm not no, actually bug- bummed about it but I'm like actually I'm like what the fuck it would right. bother me too <laughs> what a weird you, thing you have, you have things that you want people to know about well, like, well, well yeah, but include a link. But no, even, not, even not then, I'm not like. Even then, it's just like, like, even then, just for the context of the article, like, it just makes me seem like some random. Do you feel like yeah. it was othering you? No, Did I'm not going to appropriate that. I'm not going down one. This isn't a, this isn't a Nick Flanagan comedy show here. I'm not making some weird, sketchy jokes, my friend. <laughs> there is no, there is no there weird, is no sketchy line. jokes. There That's the name no of your line. next album. Go your album, weird, sketchy jokes. Weird, no. sketchy jokes. Yeah, maybe I got to come up with an album name. We um, are the sketchy and proud. We are the sketchy and proud. And, 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 <laughs> and then rip off the shirt. My album, Kill the Children, Save the Food, but I don't reference the Gigi Allen song of the same name, which is a racist Gigi Allen I song. I could say, call your record David Comes to Life, just don't call it Glass Boys, in my experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so you, you felt like, uh, what, you feel like the Glass Boys response was not what you wanted? I'm going journalistic on you suddenly. Seizing on a <laughs> No, I don't think so. Nice. It's like, if you're in a band, Every day, you both know this. Every mm-hmm. day you wake up and there's and and someone still likes your band. You're yeah. like, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, because like you try hard. It's not to say you're not trying hard and you're not working at it, but mm-hmm. like at the same time, so are a billion other bland yeah. bands on this yeah. planet. Yeah, no, that's true. There's and they no are, reason anything should be more important, like more no. noticed than like, like, another thing. Yeah, like there's yeah. like at the end of the day, like you know, that's why like the you know we talked about this before, but like awards to me are awesomely randomly amazing because they're just like random it's just like an, an arbitrary thing because it's just like it's you like, know obviously you work hard to get on people's radars but like can you it's like a, it's like not even like it's like not even like comparing apples and oranges it's like comparing apples and like a burrito from Chipotle that I want to eat yeah what's <laughs> the comparison <laughs> <laughs> but I know where like, we're going with that yeah, are you comparing yeah. apples to Chipotle awards? <laughs> but like I just I just kind of think it's, one of, it, it's just one of those things where you're just like it, it's just like you're so lucky that you're in a band that people paid attention to. Like, there's just like yeah. so many bands that you you like. You think about like how many bands 
think even it'd be a band that people remember. Like I think yeah. about like because I just obsess over bands that people forget, and there's so many awesome ones that people just don't. But, but ever you're talking talk about. about that review slight feel, and I feel like you actually have been forgotten. Hmm? Well, it was more. It wasn't even though so much that I've been forgotten. It was more just like why no hyperlink. Well, like, why know the hype? Why me? Like, why <laughs> I'm not the person the doing things? So, <laughs> well, no, 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 just... no. It wasn't even that. It was just more like, just like, like I wonder what that thought process. Probably was. the coding just got fucked up. It just, you know what I mean? Maybe, like, it's, yeah, it, might it have could been be something as simple. It could glitch. be. It could be. But you know, you but that doesn't play into your paranoid yeah. delusions. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. play into your insecurities. It's like, it's like, it, it's really funny because like that's really where it all gets weird when you get slighted. Is it like just comes to this thing where you're kind of like, no, but. I'm the center for me, so just doesn't everyone? Can't yeah. someone help me with that? Like, and and be aware of that. And exactly. Some, like, yeah. Like, yeah. why did you not like what I did? And it's like, and it's I like, did not like it. I just yeah, yeah. It's just like, and it's and I, but I, I think I'm lucky that I was such a hater for so long of so many things yeah. for no reason. Yeah. That now it's like I just am like I just think back like yeah, but what would you have done? And I'm like yeah, I would have. Probably definitely not hyperlink my name. <laughs> you know, I would have. Well, that's like, it. It's like that's. I, <laughs> yeah. I. I mean, it comes back to that thing where I feel like bad that I was just like hating everything for so long, and I was like, like I feel like I have to backtrack to improve myself because everyone was like, you, you're like, oh, I learned about all this cool culture when I was 13. Yeah, but you didn't learn how to cook. No, nope. you never learned how to fucking cook food until like two years ago. <laughs> you know? but, but, like, but at the same time, for ex recovering haters, and I'm not including myself. No, you're, you're, practicing. <laughs> you're practicing. Continue hating if it's real, if it's genuine. Absolutely. Don't but check like, yourself. But like, but I'm no. But I think my but thing is. But why? Like, but like the reason sure. I can't like like unless you hate on something that's really bad. I do hate that word hater though. Like, it does feel like when the when you hear like. But like, okay, but like, but like, but yeah, but okay. When you, you, know, when Adam you Levine, miss, like, there's so many haters. Out but like, there when you're like, okay, but that's a perfect Adam example. Adam Levine has never said that. I, <laughs> I have no. Sorry, dude, but I have no time for Adam Levine's music. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Right? Yeah, I don't mind right? using it. Like, it's not my music. I hear a butt coming on. But, but but at the same time, yeah, it makes yeah, people but, happy. And it's like <laughs> I have music that I like that is really hateful. That is that is people saying bad things like yeah, brain bombs like well like no or, or, or sheer terror just can't hate enough yeah. about how awesome it is to hate and that and I am and and I get enjoyment from that kind of negativity so it's like as long as it doesn't in, impose it's when this culture imposes itself yeah. on you well, that you yeah. want to lash out and, and I think, push it away I, you but know otherwise what? I think that's really interesting that we're talking about the nineties and it's like but doesn't that it? that was when you felt that imposition strongly yeah like know? i you also kind unless of i'm like in a mall back unless like, i'm in a mall and or unless i'm googling it or searching it it can stay out of my news cycle i switched to watching like vice news and al jazeera news and yeah. it's just like whoa there's like nothing of this in the in the news cycle like you know like you know if, I, if something comes on about the royal family on like cbc or something i'm like boink but change the next channel. just just to go back to the band thing for a second like my whole thing lately uh is like you know, so you get the thing where you feel slighted in a review, but it's also a lot of the time when people come up to you and tell you they like you, sometimes they're so awkward about it that they wind up feeling obliged to kind of like dial it down or add a butt or do it in the past tense. Are you saying to me about Adam Levine? <laughs> if I met Adam Levine, I wonder what I would say. To His make first band opened for like Save Ferris at the Opera. Uh, I, I would say Save. Really? Yeah. I would probably say something you know, to oh, make him I feel just better. Read I feel something like, about him. Great. That's You're still Maroon abs. Five. Yeah, yeah. That became Maroon Five. Maroon 5. Yeah, you know, but it had a different name. Yeah, I had an awesome. I have an awesome. But they Maroon got their. Joke. But they got their deal. <laughs> Guys, I'm not going to tell it. But, but they got their deal because they played some sort of private party. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Well, that's still like, but like, you know, because I, of I, his I got, rich background, was able to get yeah, into but, this but, private but party. Yeah, but but the same. But the same token. No hating. I got my break because I knew because I didn't lose my virginity till I was 20. And I had my entire teen years to study and obsess over punk and hardcore. And so when we met the Matador dudes, we hit it off with them because we all knew and talked about the same shit. And I knew all the obscure stuff they had done. Oh. Sorry. Is that your alarm? No, it's George Pettit offering me a ride home to uh, from, uh, I think, Ottawa. Or telling me maybe yeah, I can't. Are you going to Ottawa? Yeah, we're playing Ottawa on Saturday. With oh. Dead Tired? Yep. Nice. Dead Tired. Oh, you are yeah. playing... With Dead Tired. I didn't know yeah. that was... Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's that great. would be a great gig. Yeah. Yeah, we played with them before. We, we played them. with them. Yeah. The other, you Hamilton. guys played with them? Ron Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. 
We played with them in Hamilton. It was a blast. I'm not going to drive in Hamilton. Good band. You didn't drive out to Burlington, apparently, either, because that's where we played with them. No. Yeah. And no. I guess I'm not going to see you in Ottawa Saturday, am no. I? No. I'll be there. <laughs> be there. Okay, good. No, but I mean, I guess I've talked to a lot of people who've just been like, yeah, man, I listened to your band a lot when I was, like, really young. Oh, yeah, but that's yeah. like... It, but. I don't know. It, it, I, at you least you like, have that time with these people. Right? Oh, that's great. Like, that's yeah. like one of those things. Oh, uh, for sure. I mean, like I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because right. I just it's a good thing. I just mm-hmm. never throw stuff away. You know, like I just never like get rid of tastes. So for me, it all exists mm. in the present. You know, You're, I'm I'm like you. Yeah, yeah. I'm like but like, that. there are people that have to like, and yeah. and that's probably why we're so crazy. Because like, <laughs> there's people that shed it. Like you know, like yeah. they're just like oh. Oh, I'm glad I'm not a punk anymore. I'm glad yeah, I'm a raver right. now. And then they like shed that, and well, they become not, now they're I mean, like an indie rocker. Like, or something. But I mean, I'm yeah. also writing lyrics that are like you know like have a baby's vocabulary, and then like are about like the problems that somebody should get over at like the time they're 18. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like I don't actually want anybody to like li- like I feel bad saying about these hot- hot- uh, hotel these like like any tattoos related to like bands I was, like a band I was in. It's like I kind of I'm like oh my god, you got. Grow up, throw up. Well, that's actually kind of a cool tattoo. And it's also oh like, yeah, it's like, like, believe me, not the worst tattoo people have gotten. You no. could be a hatchet man. No, well, <laughs> a hatchet man. With got, grow up. You could get like Alice in Chains, like a tattoo of a like promo shot of the new lineup post Well, I'll tell you. Oh, oh, really? You want to say that? The lead singer of that band <laughs> was in Blast and was in Neon Christ. So, yeah. okay. Well, then, but, <laughs> so, but he's hey, not in. Hey, hey, I love T-Grip Combo. You're one of the greatest bands of all time, but Blast? Sorry. Come on, fucking you blast? can have a tattoo of yeah, Jerry Christ? Cantrell as a juggalo. Okay, that would actually okay. be a cool tattoo. That'd be kind of cool too. <laughs> Is that how we're gonna? Is end that it? At the end? I, I feel like so. we. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we end it. Did we really? Did this feels like it's fifty-two like par- minutes? We need to get our plugs in now. Oh yeah, flans.com. <laughs> uh, well, theflans.com. You have a show on the Food Network. No, it's gone. What you did. I think it was just like we just oh, we, we shot like last year just two yeah. episodes. it was a web series and they were like we like you can we put it on TV sure yeah oh, so cool. they put it on TV a couple times and maybe they'll run it again but I think that's that's probably it, it yeah. for the the food show was what was fun? it called uh, junk foodies or super science or super snack bros super snack bros and yeah you, it's still around like it's still online and oh, maybe it got picked up by someone lean else and but mean I think now you're very lean you're the leanest that's the weed dude I've seen it. it's it's, do you, why do you wouldn't eat it, it be not the weed because you get the munchies no, and... I think once I got control of my anxiety I realized that I was like quote unquote medicating by eating yeah. you know like I look at the way I was acting on so tour. you chose a new medication yeah I chose a new medication yeah. you know and I allowed me to get off my other medication of anti-anxiety pills I like too. to do all the medication well that's that a lot of people do like I just found something that works for me like that's yeah. the thing is I would never be like you need to do this because you know who knows how some you people react hate it. it yeah yeah like and, and it's like you know but then I also by the same token like some people kill themselves on anti-anxiety pills right sure. like so it's like or ADHD there's or, extreme reactions to every yeah. thing you put in your body like, or, like so do you think people I was drinking who six are... liters of soda a day you know and I even yeah not being you know I don't mean to be sizist or fat phobic or anything when I say that but like that is not healthy for anyone just on a sugar intake well it's just interesting right because it's like you uh, you adopt some lifestyle for ages and then that winds up defining your body type yep. and then like in your teens that's how people see you that's how you see you and then you're kind of like oh actually I just if I stop this one thing that I don't even look like that anymore like that doesn't define Oh, it's, it's crazy. crazy. Like, I, we were on, I was interviewing Nate um, from Converge on my podcast. Uh, and, and, and cool, past guest. Cool ass past dude. Past right? guest. Yeah. Yes, we share. Um, we, we, we cross streams. <laughs> Luckily, we keep it different enough that it's never our, like, a, yeah, I don't yeah. think we talk about the same stuff. You got to hyper focus. Yeah. We have different mic sponsors. That's really what separates <laughs> us. <laughs> but, uh, but, and then uh, Tomas from uh, At the Gates walked in and he's like, and he's like, I know some of you. And I'm like, oh, we've met before, you know, blah, blah. And he's like, you don't look the same. And I'm like, wow. And <laughs> yes. then, but then it was like, you know, and obviously I only met that guy one other time and, and, and things like that. But then I ran into someone, God, the next day that I knew really well. And they were like, you don't look the same. Yeah. And it's just like, I guess people, remember you a certain way to me i don't even think i look that different you know yeah. it's only when i see like an old photo where i'm like oh wow i guess i was a lot bigger then and it and it's not like i tried you know like it's not like i'm like hitting the gym like these you know people do and, and you've kind of been like consistently sort of like slimming down yeah like i just started losing years. it was just yeah it was just, it's because it's been like kind of a real like gradual thing of just you know smoking pot stopping to drink soda eating only eggplant 
and now and now I just yeah just eat eggplant <laughs> and, and and just like masturbate eighteen times a day. Your fridge is full of in a hot box and, and cold porno magazines. <laughs> Um, I uh, so do you have anything coming up? Uh, Turn out a punk. Turn Download out. that on iTunes. Uh, I'm on Q with Shad now. That's right. You're on Q. So that was another. You're, you're like alternating with him. No, no, like, no, no. Every just... every two weeks I go on and I do uh, a column called More Than Music. Right. In reference more to the Brotherhood song, uh, and <laughs> which is amazing that I got a column on the CBC. Nobody, nobody figured out. <laughs> I cannot wait to tell the the whole story because it's like it connects to so much cool shit right but uh uh and then yeah so i just go on every two weeks and they just let me pick a song and i just talk about the cool. song and now mm. it's got to be canadian though right? no no i Anything. did uh, last week they let me do advice on arrest and talk about what was going on in baltimore and issues oh, around okay. police brutality and 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 shad had, uh, talked about it earlier and talked to mavis staples about protest music and the importance of protest music so i said hey i want to talk about this song by the desperate bicycles advice on arrest and uh, Nick, it's insane. It's just been all. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, we gotta eat, man. Yeah, I'm we gotta eat. I gotta give a cat a heart attack pill. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Damien. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. You're back on the podcast. Been a while. You're back. Back. And let's do it again. Let's have we another. Do it again. Part two in Europe without I've... this guy. What? Can't yeah. I Skype? <laughs> yeah. Can't I Skype in? <laughs> Skype me in. <laughs> Let's do a Skype one. All right. See you guys. Thank you. Thank you.